Perakhof Mishnah Beis. We learned in the previous Mishnah that in the halachically accepted opinion of the Chachamim, it would be forbidden on Shabbos for a person to take wine that has sediments in it and put that through some kind of a filter that withholds the sediments and allows only the purified wine to pass through. That would be a violation of the Melach of Borer. For Borer means removing the bad from the good, from a mixture. And that's, of course, the whole purpose of putting the wine through the strainer to remove the sediments therefrom. So that would be prohibited under the Melach of Borer. Today's Mishnah begins by teaching us that notwithstanding that halacha, the following is permitted. That is, Nosnin mayim hashmarim We may on Shabbos pour water over some wine sediments that were left in strainer from before Shabbos for the purpose that the water should pick up the wine flavor from those sediments and pass through the strainer to produce some wine-flavored water, tasting at least a little bit like wine. It's perfectly permissible. It doesn't violate Bora or the similar malacha called Merakeid, which is sifting. The reason this does not violate Borer is because this person did not take a mixture that had good and bad and do something to remove bad from the good. He took water, the water was perfectly fine, and he improved the water by allowing it to run through the strainer with the sediments. It picked up a little bit of that wine on its way through the strainer. But it's not borer. It's true that as the liquid was running through the strainer, he didn't want it to end up with sediments. But because it didn't start with sediments, rather it started and ended without any psalis, any undesirable thing like the sediments. There's no problem with borer, the fact that along the way, it picked up some wine and he didn't want the sediments to come along for the ride, either is irrelevant, that doesn't make it borer. This is the reason why, according to many poskim, it's permissible to make a pour-over coffee on Shabbos, put the groins in a coffee filter, and take the hot water, pour it over the groins, the water picks up the flavor from the groins, and goes into the cup below. That's essentially exactly the same as our Mishnah's case. It's not borer, it's not marakeid. For it began and ended without the psalas. Yeah, along the way, it passed through some psalas. You don't want the grinds in the coffee, but that's irrelevant. doesn't make it borer. The grinds are already roasted, and you're pouring from a klisheni, so it's not bishul either. So many poskim say that's fine. The Mishnah states another leniency, that We may filter a wine that, you know, as is, is drinkable, but the person would prefer... To filter out these little uh, whitish particles that he'd rather not have floating in his wine. And so he could strain the wine on Shabbos through cloths or a basket of palm twigs. This is not borer because even before the straining, the wine was already drinkable. However, the abundance said that since in practice, most people prefer to filter it. And therefore, on the rabbinic level, it's borer. Unless the person does it in an unusual way, if he uses or like a makeshift method with a cloth or this uh, basket, then that's okay. It's not the proper regular strainer. So that situation, they're going to say it's fine. But it's important to note that if we're talking about some beverage that's not drinkable until it's filtered, then you're dealing with a biblical violation of borer. Then it would be prohibited even if he uses some more makeshift kind of method, the cloth or the basket. On the other hand, in the case of a beverage that's very slight impurity is such that most people wouldn't bother filtering it, 
then it wouldn't be an issue even on the rabbinic level to filter that even using a regular kind of strainer. The Rabbanan made no decree in that case where, again, most people would drink it without filtering it. For in light of that fact, you know, there really isn't so less an undesirable element in the mixture that's of any halachic significance. The Mishnah continues with another dispensation, something that's not a problem of Borer, and that is, V'nosnin beitzev v'mishanenes shalchardl. We may on Shabbos, crack an egg into a mustard strainer. So we have this mustard strainer, it was uh, used before Shabbos, and now you have the mustard seeds in the container, where you know, it ends up after going through the strainer. And now the person wants to crack an egg in the strainer, so that just the yolk should go into the seeds to give it more of a yellow color. So at first blush, it seems like a problem with borer. He's separating the egg yolk from the egg white. But the Mishnah rules it's not borer. The reason is he's not separating out the egg white so that he could eat the yolk by itself. Not at all. The egg white, the yolk, it's both the ochal. It's a mixture of two perfectly edible things. He just wants to take the yolk out so that he can... Color something below, it's not even for eating. Therefore, this is not considered an act of borer, of taking out bad from good to improve the good part. Rather, just your needs to take out one of the parts for a specific purpose. Therefore, this does not violate the prohibition of borer. Another ruling that concerns preparing something that contains wine, the Mishnah rules, Ve'osin, Anomelin Meshabbos. You may prepare a mixture called anomelin on Shabbos. This mixture consists of wine, honey, and pepper. The first opinion of the Mishnah rules that even though it's not you know, very easy to put this together, it takes a considerable effort, yet it doesn't rise to the level of an act that would be tirchiyaser, be excessive exertion. And so it's not forbidden to put together this anomelin mixture on Shabbos. However, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Yehuda says that would be an issue of too much tirch on Shabbos, and so Shabbos because on Shabbos, a person may only prepare a cupful of the anomelin at a time. Beyomtiv, belagim, and yomtiv, we could be a little more lenient. A person may make up to a bottleful at a time. Ubemoed, bechavis. But on chalamayed, as we would expect, luckily is more lenient yet, and you can make even a whole barrels amount of this anomelin on chalamayed. Even though you know, certain things are professional, kind of malachas, are forbidden chalamayed, but we're not going to be stringent that uh, it's too much tircha to put together even a lot of enomelon on cholamoed. We have a third opinion, Rabbi Tzadok Omer, HaKol Tzadok says that it all depends on the number of guests that show up. It depends on the need. That is, Rabbi Tzadok is saying that even on Shabbos, if there are so many guests that we need to make a whole barrel full of it, then that's fine. On the flip side, on cholamoed, if we only need to prepare a very small amount, we shouldn't make more than that. We shouldn't engage in unnecessary extra tircha, even on Cholamoid.